And now for today's episode of Letters to You. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody! Guys. Welcome back to Letters to You, and this is episode five. five. That's right. This episode we have so lovingly entitled Rise and Thrive. Now, you've heard of Rise and Shine, and Rachel actually, just, just, just so that you guys know, and especially after sort of, you know, last... The, the, the last podcast yeah. about how we deal with anxiety, all of that kind of stuff. So, so what, what happens sort of afterwards that you've sort of, you know, you've got your coping mechanisms in, you've, you've, you've sorted through whatever you're supposed to sort through, and you've created some kind of new normal, right, mm-hmm. where you, you can live with whatever it is that you're trying to live with. What is the next step then? Yeah. And Rachel just randomly said... Rise and thrive. Rise <laughs> in exactly that, that tone. <laughs> because it is, it is a catchier yeah. sort of take on rise and shine. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you just clicked on the inside. It made of, sense. Yeah, and something resonated. And I thought, my gosh, that is a great topic. And so this is really just sort of more sort of like my kind of thing I want to say mm-hmm. but Rachel sort of inspired it and since this is sort of like a joint venture mm-hmm. DI you know DIY kind of group self therapy help. session meets self-help meets personal journal yeah. right where we take a snapshot of what were the most important things we've learned mm-hmm. at this point in our lives and, and if that mm-hmm. resonates with us and helps remind us yeah. how to keep positive how to keep going then hey maybe other people sort of get to help mm-hmm. as well along the way and that's what sort of letters to you has, has always been about, about. And, yep. and so something about thriving just sort of hit me like th- the word thrive has has been something that uh, to me is like the level that we want to be in everybody's and we've heard all these quotes right like you're not just existing you got to live or oh, you got yeah. you know all those kind of things Don't just living living all that stuff but see but the thing is living is just being alive and so it doesn't really paint the picture that we want to paint until you use the word thrive, thrive. agreed Right and you know living your best life yeah but what does that mean mm-hmm. and I, I think the word thrive actually means a little like it something encapsulates the whole thing right and because you know she was part of like that aha moment where Rachel and I were like oh yeah. my god it's such a great word we're gonna do this mm-hmm. returning from last week's episode and from our you know big greet the decade yeah. kind of episode two is of course none other than yes back again. And not even a moment too soon. Alexa is back. She is here with us to sort of, you know, kind of hash things mm-hmm. out. Because I think the word thrive also sort of has kind of grabbed you, I want to say. Do you have anything right now that you would like to sort of you just throw in while we've, you know, got the momentum going? Well, speaking of the word thrive, I was actually just curious because I'm one of those people who is a word nerd. So I like finding out the meanings of things. So I went to go and look it up. And actually, if you look up the actual definition of thrive, it actually means to do well or to flourish. And I think that fits very well with what we're trying to say with Rise and Thrive. It's not so much being on a certain level or achieving a certain thing. It's more like you're continuing to rise, to grow, to flourish, as the the definition is saying. It's the progress that you're celebrating Mm -hmm. and being positive about that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what that whole sentiment is actually supposed to mean. So. Right. And, and as we sort of want to break this down, because, you know, at the end of the day, after you've, like I said, you've dealt with your stuff, you're trying to figure out mm-hmm. your new normal. How do you begin to live your life, live the best life that you want? And this whole concept of Rise and Thrive is, is so pivotal because let's 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 we'll go to Thrive, which is, I think, our favorite word. But, favorite word. <laughs> but yep. you got to do something before you th- and that's Rise. Yes. And I just want to the act. It's the act of. Oh, and I think if there's one salient that. thing that I have always been mentioning, I know I mentioned it in the previous podcast. Me too. I think I've mentioned it with Manomaki <laughs> a lot. That, that, you know, to, to rise is just your decision to not quit. Like, yeah. to rise is, isn't so much an active act, <laughs> but it is so much sort of like a passive default system on the inside as the way I feel like I want to connect to it. So just for the purposes of this thing, I want to be able to say that you're on the rise if you know that you have not given up. Just for the purposes of sort of like, you know, this stream of consciousness conversation that we have amongst ourselves and is, again, like an audio journal, right, of, of where, where we stand. I mean, rising means that you just 
are not going to let your circumstance sort of get you down. Mm-hmm. Even if you stay still, even if you take a couple of steps back, if you decide to say, I'm going to make that up, I'm going to keep moving forward, mm-hmm. I don't know I how I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. you may not have all of the answers, but every single time that you are faced with like that crushing moment of, should I even go on, and you decide, yeah, I will. I don't know how, but I will. That's you on that's the rise. That's on the rise, yeah. I like that. That is you on that's the rise. That's a good perspective on rise, and I think that's a very important aspect to remember. But personally, actually, rise is something different to me now, I think, okay, too, yeah, well, aside from like that. It is also that courage that you need to find in order to, you know, decide. Oh, you it's a courage to decide that, which is exactly what you're referring to. But I actually also think it's not just rising up to the bottom level of your challenge. It's also rising in a sense that you're moving forward or moving yep. upward. Yep, yep. In the sense that you are challenging your own self to progress in some way and I think for me right now that's the most relevant iteration of what rise actually is like you are not just settling for whatever you have right now if you see a way to move forward or upward or onward you're taking that challenge too and I think like when Rachel says rise and thrive like to me that's the first thing that pops to mind I'm like the only way to thrive is to rise because and, and the only way to grow is to also see a way forward upward onward and i think that for me is also another thing that you should consider when you're thinking about the word rise i think it's great that's great the first thing that came to my mind when like with all this rise thing is just like giving effort to keep trying yeah (laughs) and the important thing there is that everything that all three of us have said it just shows that rise is the action the real action word of that statement because you're the one making the choice to make that choice to keep going to keep making that effort to keep going onward upward forward whatever direction you're going in Hopefully it's all those directions I just said and not backwards, <laughs> but you're making a very active choice to do that. And rise is the beginning of it because you have to make that choice and decision and actively do something. And then the thrive is the part that comes after. Exactly. For me, and maybe a little bit of story time might sort of sort of help. There are a lot of things that, you know, you can't control. I want to sort of start with circumstances that sort mm-hmm. of uh, are, are difficult. Like, for example, moving here I may not have been that. the main reason for sort of, sort of why you know, all of my anxiety and sort of like childhood depressions have sort of come back, but they definitely con- contribute, right? Mm-hmm. Being far away from your support systems, which I had to sort of leave just coming here. So there's that feeling of isolation. There's that feeling of I'm far away from the, the, the people that support me. Mm-hmm. There's the sure we've got each other, but then, you know, no one person or no three people can fulfill every single need that you yeah. sort of have in your life. And no, absolutely. now that we're sort of in a place where we can say it's okay to, to feel what you feel, mm-hmm even if your life may necessarily be better, even if there's people necessarily around you, those feelings are valid. What, what you should do about them, on the other hand, right? Do you let yourself sort of be overcome by them? Do you even have a choice? I mean, for some of us, you know, the choice isn't even relatively, I want to say tangible, because it's 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 chemical for, 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 for some. Yeah. I have some friends that, you know, sort of logic your way out of a bad day. Your body is fighting you, right? So even when you're on that level, the fact that there's an inner decision of, I will get help. I will sort of make sure that I'm not going to let whatever circumstance I'm in prevent me from sort of moving forward with my life you are on the rise you yeah know what I mean? that's true. And, and, and i think this is you know we, we've, we're starting out pretty strong and, and i feel like it's so important to stay on this this topic because you really can't begin to you know create a life for yourself without first making that decision of and, and i don't know if you guys watch the movie goonies it's a really old 80s film and i'm dating myself 100 percent here it's sean astin <laughs> if, you, if you recall samwise gambit he was a tiny child in, 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 in this now movie. you're really dating josh yourself. brolin was in this as the Whoa. big brother <laughs> They were they were brothers in this one, and he was like the kind of mm-hmm. jock. Young Thanos was in this, Dang. along with young Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> but they had a saying: "Goonies never say die." And for me, and close to people around me who've sort of you know been through hard times, I mean, things fall apart in life. Yeah, your literal life falls apart in life, yeah. and and I've experienced sort of that kind of collapse, sort of 
saying goodbye to like my old life and, and coming here. And sure, there were a lot of good things here, but that doesn't mean that you didn't lose so many things sort of mm-hmm. getting there. One of the things that you know was difficult for me putting together a new life while coming here was knowing that everybody else's lives of the people that I love would be going on without me physically oh, there. Yes, I think we talked about that in like yeah, we t- yeah, on first, and off. Yeah. yeah, third, second. And that and that 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 was yeah. kind of like salt yeah. on your wounds kind of thing. Here you are, you're starting from scratch. It's pretty great, but you're also reeling from the fact that well, these old structures I no longer have and will no longer be part of. The next time I come back, I'm the stranger. Mm-hmm. The next time I come back, things would have changed in and around me. The world would have shifted, and things are different, right? Mm-hmm. But your decision to say, you know what, I'm not going to let that get to me. Yeah. I don't know how I'm not going to let that get to me. Yeah. But there's that sort of inner core of you have that capacity to go, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I will not let this stop me from living the best life that I can. Mm-hmm. That's something that I wish for everybody who's going through through like yeah. a hard time. That's something <clears throat> that I learned about. That's sort of my journey of how do I rise from the, the ruins, from the ashes of whatever sort mm-hmm. of loss that you sort of experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have other losses that maybe we can talk about some other time. We don't have to get too personal here. <laughs> but just enough to sort of go, okay, that is definitely a key to you before you can even begin to thrive. You need to get out up of the, like, and does anybody has anybody like experienced that kind of like? Is do you remember any one clear moment where you're like, so this is bad, and everything's kind of broken or ruined or in certain places, and I just have to like decide that I don't want to be here anymore, and even if I don't know where I'm supposed to go, I've got that one decision of I'm not going to let this get to me. Going off what Mackie was saying about circumstances you can't control, I think for me one of those things was like moving. I've never actually <laughs> lived in any place as long as I've lived in the New York, New Jersey area. Okay. And I think the, those circumstances are things that I couldn't control for the most part. I think the only time I probably could have controlled it was in like my when I turned 21. I think every single time I always ended up being in a position where I had to make a choice. Would I let this circumstance defeat or define the rest of my life or would I arise above it and let myself define the rest of my life and not where I was or what I was doing? And I think I managed to do it, not perfectly, not always neatly, but somehow I have somehow managed to get past all of those things. But but that's such an interesting piece because knowing your life a little bit, it's almost kind of like the exact opposite of mine where I was just in one place like the entire time and then suddenly I had to let go of like 30 years worth of just stability and you know just defining something for starting something completely from scratch and having that become part of sort of what was that larger kind of life storm that i was kind of going through and and so like my early 30s with you it's the exact opposite suddenly you kept moving around and you've had to find yourself constantly doing what i kind of just recently did which was build your life from scratch get to sort of know most people so that's kind of interesting that you had to sort of rebuild yourself sort of over probably why i'm so adaptable So what was the click that you feel because of practice? Like, how would you describe that, like those moments where you're like, yep, I'm just going to roll my sleeves up and just build something from the ground up all over again? Like, or, or, or even if you didn't know how, you know, do you remember sort of times where you're like, I'm not going to let this stop me from, you know, figuring something out? I mean, all those moments are so hard earned. Like it takes, it takes time for them to happen. Every single time I've moved, it's always resulted in like some time of instability because it's it's a different thing like it's a complete change of pace and sometimes that's a lot of crying a lot of freaking out a lot of anxiety i'm not very i actually don't deal very well with change which is why it's all the more remarkable to me now that i think about it that i managed to adapt eventually the things that have always helped me 
adapt even from when I was young the first time we moved up until now as an adult when we moved it's always just being able to confide in God in my journals in you know all and people I care for and who care about me it's that it's also being able to find things that feel familiar even if I'm somewhere different and it's also making relationships that feel stable in that new place luckily in some of the places I moved to I was I brought relationships with me like when I moved to New York, some of my friends were in the area. When I moved to Manila, I was also with some of my friends and my some of my family. That is true. That there, you know I, mean? that I is always a fun had, pattern. I always had like some person. Like it was never, it wasn't everyone, but I always had someone. I feel like that was also definitely a big thing. So those are probably the only things I can think of like that really helped me in my decision to like keep going versus this is the end, I'm gonna stop right here. Okay, so that's Or great. give up and go home, you know? So, so I'm almost seeing a pattern here where, you know, it's not just sort of like white knuckling your way through. It's no. it's just sometimes you, you use your environment, you use what you have going for you to sort of give you that courage that to, mm. to make that click. And so finding something to work with, it's almost kind of like a like a handhold when you just kind of yes, absolutely. kind of like pulling yourself out of a pool. Like you, like make, you just sort of grab for it and yes, then you sort you of pull yourself effort, out. But it is also extra helpful to have people pull you up as well. That's interesting. That's an interesting so, component to sort of rising rise doesn't have above. to be done all by yourself. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's, that's a great. A great insight. Yeah. Picking up from what Mana Alexa said, I guess I also agree with her that you don't rise alone. You rise with others. I guess the biggest moment in my life when I did go above and beyond was actually trying to let go of the unnecessary expectations and pressures I've given myself. Just like what she said too, it takes quite a while. It takes time, I mean. But then once you do so, you learn like through rising above it all, you realize the true value of who you are versus who you think you should be. It's all moving, but moving in different senses, like making a move. No, yeah, exactly. And and when you sort of make a move, uh, on the one hand, you have to sort of dis- decide and sort of like s- s- make this internal resolve of, yeah, I have to sort of move out of here. Oh, From- you know what? I just realized I thought, I think it's also accepting change like knowing what you're capable of because like i think you have to accept change to be able to rise again so those are pretty some pretty good insights right because where so on the one hand you have to make that personal decision you don't have to do it alone you know mm-hmm. at all right meaning there's no rule that says you have to like pull yourself out just by yourself no it's it's good to ask for help or to leverage what kind of help you have there and then you mentioned that if you find reasons i think if you you don't just decide to just mm-hmm. get get better i mean sometimes the reason is internal like in, in your case rachel where you you i decided, d- decided like, to that, change my mindset yeah and, and that there's accepting some, who i really am exactly and they're finding value in in in, in accepting who you are mm-hmm. finding value in accepting change mm-hmm. i think is are, are all pivotal to sort of moving you from point zero to point mm-hmm. anything but not zero yeah or from negative to anything that's 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 positive for that matter mm-hmm. and, or even from negative to zero that's good too yeah, like actually, just, yeah. just any kind of upward, outward, forward yeah, movement. Like a forward movement. Uh, that that is decision based, that does involve people. I think it's great that you should, you know, mm-hmm. involve people and you know, heck, reach out to any one of us. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you're hearing Honestly, this, we I don't love know. If, meaningful chances are, if you're listening, like chances are, if you're listening to this, you we probably know you. <laughs> I know. And since this is our, and sort you know, of, we support you. And this is our personal kind of journal. Yeah, just whatever. Like start a conversation and then mm-hmm. just sort of. And then take inventory, I think, of, of mm-hmm. what you can work with, most especially what's inside of you mm-hmm. and what's outside of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Who is there and what is there? What reasons you can have to 
sort of have so that's pretty cool yeah. like that's that's great so that's one half of rising and thriving <laughs> right mm-hmm. which means that we have a little bit of time for a game we always play games oh, yeah. right yes. oh, yeah. game time, game time. Right. And, and it's always interesting to see like sort of what our uh... I'm so unprepared <laughs> me too that's Do fine not bring my A game <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with current cravings because we always think about food anyway what would be good to eat like right now I'm gonna start I actually want cornbread which is so weird mm, but cornbread's great cornbread is great there's this place called slide barbecue that we always sort of like mm-hmm. you know kind of well not always but but every so often sort of i order food from they have this really neat cornbread and i mm-hmm. love it because it doesn't have corn <laughs> like <laughs> corn kernels Travesty. sorry corn kernels like that's that's Travesty. my, my problem <laughs> uh, alexa I you call your corn <laughs> alexa is the resident corn lover yeah, she's Nothing, a corn nothing. queen she's very corny that is- <laughs> that's true <laughs> Also true. For me, I just love it. It's just it's moist and then it's it's cool. That's its own thing. Lux, what are you? I really for? want a Krispy Kreme glazed donut and a cup of coffee because I've still been thinking about coffee even though it's like <laughs> past midnight at this point and I really uh, want a donut to yeah. go with it. So I'm going to be extra specific nice. about that. That is crazy. That is kind of nuts, but I, I get that. I get that. I get that craving, and it's cold, so it's nice I, to have I coffee and it. sweets. Bittersweet. Kidding. Lol. What am I craving for? I think I'm craving... This is the most random thing I could think of. It's pad thai. Spicy pad thai. <laughs> Just Ooh. because I'm craving for something hot. No, not warm. Hot. <laughs> and spicy. We're, we're going to like fry some noodles for you in a bit. <laughs> right? like Just to sort of like... Ooh, or like pancit canton. Like pepper So basically flakes. any noodles. Any, 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 any spicy. Kind of spicy yeah, kind any of. spicy noodles. Okay, that's kind of funny. Oh, okay, nice. there you go. Oh, right. I love how my last one was... Fr- I'm on a noodle train. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let's so let's let's play another game. So anywhere but here is a game. It's it's the wander list is real and there's always a place that people sort of wanna be. Usually it's easy to play this game like in like several rounds at one time because you don't just wanna be in one place. You wanna be like so many places. Mm. Oh, I had Turkish coffee today, so I think I wanna be in Cappadocia. Ooh, Ooh, fancy. fancy me drinking Turkish coffee, uh, watching the air balloons fly. I can't even spell that. I of know. course, I can't spell. Don't most. ask me to spell. <laughs> I, I, I can't spell most things. So yeah, that's but Cappadocia. Cappadocia in my bucket list. So yes. So that's putting it out there. I, I assume that's in Turkey, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because the turkey. only place in Turkey I know is Antakya. Istanbul. And because ooh, Istanbul is in Turkey. I did right? not know. England. Ooh. unsurprising just, just like, like England in general because general, I don't want to so. just be in London I would like to go around England because I don't know there's just like so much about it that I would still like to see so England is probably my answer alright that's fair I would actually want to be oddly enough I want to be in Singapore like right now Ooh. because Rachel's sort of like spicy noodle thing oh like the laksa the laksa yeah the, uh, I, my, my, my <laughs> which leads me into current craving so I'm going to wait well, you already did that of course we did. So, but obviously, I wanted. So, I want to retract my current craving. To, <laughs> I want. I want chicken rice and laksa, like right now, mm. in Singapore. Ties in, ties in pretty well. Like I usually just sort of like drown the chicken rice in in, in the laksa. Ooh, and the sauce. S- you know, soup, and, and sort of like the the texture of the rice and the texture of like the the, the noodles, together, right? With sort of like the 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 tininese chicken. It's just it's so good when it sort of comes together. I'm so the hungry. Spiciness. It's not yes. even funny. All right. Are you going to change your answer? Okay, cool. In which case, we'll play another game that we don't play all the time. It's called uh, Currently Watching. What are you currently watching? Oh, I'm watching you with my other sister, Mel. Shout out to you, Mel. We need to finish it. What's you? Oh, you Netflix 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 Starring Dan Humphrey. No, I'm kidding. Starring Penn Badgley. It's based on a book. 
It's about this guy who murders people. Yeah. Well, he's talking about. Oh, oh I've seen this. Yeah. Like he's the. It's he's a good the... one. Like if you guys haven't seen it. Wow, watch that was it. the worst summer in the universe. I kind of trust me. That's no, but but I've seen some memes going around about how like the dude is like super handsome. Yeah, and blah, yeah, blah, blah. yeah. Like my, the funniest girls. The, the funniest meme I saw about that one was like, hey, you know what? If you get past him killing people, he's actually a nice guy. And then, like, the response underneath that was like, whoa, whoa, hold up. What do you mean get past him killing people? <laughs> I also, I, there I also is no getting past Ben Badgley being like, I, know. I don't understand why everyone is attracted to his character. Uh-huh. He's like, he literally is a murderer. Literally is a murderer. Yeah, that's so. true. But but from Gossip Girl to you, wow. That's a, that's a, str- that's a stretch. Kind of, that's, yeah, that's, that's a... a big stretch kind of a big leap in genre yeah. a violent but literal. that's what we're current, i'm currently watching how about you man alexa tv show wise not much live action although mackie did just get me started watching the witches of east end which is an <laughs> old older tv show not that old but like yeah, older yeah so it's it, think about it this way it's it's old enough that uh on, on, on screen, they call out Jenna Dewan's name as Jenna Dewan Tatum. It's pretty interesting. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite TV show ever, it's based but it's on interesting. A book. It's based on a book by Melissa Dela Cruz, and so far, so good. I don't know when it's, we'll be watching next, but that's definitely it. It's about a family of witches that are, that are cursed. All of them are cursed. Two of them are cursed to be reborn every time they die in the womb of their Whoa. mother, who is cursed to never die, and whose sister is cursed to, like, you know, have just, like, nine lives and turn into it's just weird it's weird but I, we love it it's, yeah it's kind of it's, so, it's, it's so campy trashy like <laughs> paranormal romance like adult great. paranormal romance but it's entertaining it's entertaining for sure <laughs> we're also catching up on a lot of our anime but i did want to mention that we actually just went and watched weathering with you which is the latest makoto shinkai film it was beautiful it he was inspired a lot by climate change and also by the same sort of like faded, complicated relationships that define most of his work, I want to say. It's beautiful. Yeah. Definitely go see it if you get a chance. Yeah, so the great. animation and everything was breathtaking. I am currently watching My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. That, we are currently watching that. It's pretty nice. We kind of got it started back up again. I may end up sort of... Yes, yes, you'll probably watch it ahead of me. <laughs> Full disclosure, I am really terrible at watching TV in general, so I'm very rarely watching tv that is fair fun and games done so yeah yeah so let's let's talk about some some thriving i think so now that we've sort of had a nice little pause nice little break Mm -hmm. let's talk about the really hard work that is thriving now i didn't realize that i had such a problem with the word shine when really what we should be doing is after rising is thriving and i'll I'll, and and i'll I'll share with you guys like sort of like the revelation i was thinking there's a lot of pressure to shine Mm -hmm. shine involves a lot of you Mm -hmm. and your light impacting other people because they're not going to know you're shining until they see your light but sometimes you're at a difficult part in your life where you have no light left to sort of give out beyond a certain radius Mm -hmm. outside of yourself and does that mean that you're not shining in your own way that's kind of almost it's almost sort of unfair and it's almost sort of based on and not that you're not supposed to shine either no i think that's the end goal but it should be more a byproduct of your thriving than it is the final state that you in it. And that's when I realized I, I would rather spend all of that energy not trying to throw my light out, but working on the inside of me so, so that, that the light so that the light enough. is sus- bright enough and it's yeah. sustainable. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah. if I can only shine yeah. up to this thing here, but I'm alive and I'm doing well, great. As I my life gets larger, the light gets brighter and mm-hmm. it reaches more people mm-hmm. rather than I'm sort of emptying myself out over and over again and, you know, just being exhausted trying mm-hmm. to achieve exhausted trying to be there for everybody exhausted trying to just rather than 
if you are able to take care of yourself well, if you're able to build a life for yourself, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll share a little bit about how so I've sort of journeyed on this, because um, there, there are steps to thriving. One of the things that I feel like you should do in order to thrive is you have to mourn and you have to heal. Mm. There are some things that you have to do to, to let go of, to count the cost of things. So, for example, I lost that, that entire life. You know, I lost an entire life that I'd built for about 30-ish years. It was, a, it was a pretty good big decade before sort of moving here. I had sort of started a career. I'd established that. I had had a really good su like a support group for, mm -hmm. for friends. Little did I know it. Or, and of course, my family was there. You know, mm -hmm. my, yeah. my brother is my best friend, that kind of deal. I, I have cousins that are also like the dearest you know, kind of friends that I have in my life as well. And I had to leave all of that. Yeah. And, and their lives sort of go on and, and, and without me. And I had to understand that that's how much I was losing. And, and I feel like one of the most important things that I learned personally was, you know, you, you have to count the cost of, of, of everything that you lose. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Even in, even in accounting, they do this, which is kind of funny because, you know, and I'm not, a, and I, I almost failed accounting, so I'm not really good at this, but there is a, but there is a concept of writing things off. It's when you know that you're supposed to be receiving something and then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to get that anymore. It's declaring things as loss. And then figuring out how you're going to move forward knowing you're not going to get that that mm. that resource mm. back. Mm -hmm. If you don't know how much you're losing, you, you won't know how to budget your life moving forward. Mm. That's true. Because you're still expecting, I'm going to get this much in this area and yeah. that much in that area. And, and so what I've learned personally is that, you know, pain from loss defines you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? It defines you. It just dictates how you feel. I mm -hmm. don't have this. I don't have that. I can't have this anymore. This is going to go on without me, etc., etc. And that's just like you know my support system there were other things that sort of uh, you know that you don't know that you've lost until you realize it and then when you know all of the empty spaces of your life mm. you can begin to fill them mm, that's a good one and and that's where i've learned that you know when you start to define your pain it, it stops defining you yeah that's true. because you can begin to fill what was lost and so i have had to and amazingly you know had a lot of success in making sure that I would come to Alexa for help. And even if, you know, there would be moments when we would feel <coughs> both helpless together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about, because there's just some things that like, you can't do anything about. Yep. Mm -hmm. That to have that safe harbor to sort of, you know, be able to articulate and say, I need this from you and I need you to be present with me right now to sort of mourn this thing and, and walk, walk me through these things. Mm -hmm. it, because sometimes that's all you can have. And to treasure that, mm -hmm. that helps. Yeah. Right. I, I've had to, I've had to make, a different routine on how do I reach out to the people that I love the most mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then I've had to you know reach out and, and create new routines to replace the old ones yeah right even if they're not as good because you can just sit down and have coffee and hug somebody I now have to schedule I've learned how to and I'm really good at long distance relationships <laughs> Alexa can tell you <laughs> but, yes. <laughs> and, to, to, and to have that now with my entire support system to make That's sure that I'm true. reaching out and so that way the loss of them not being there that I feel like I've, I'm so discombobulated I'm all over the place I can now begin to fill properly with like a replacement that's how you sort of more than you heal from it you, you begin mm. to fill those those, those that's an important step I think does anybody else you know well mine is totally different because it comes well mine is because it's personal so you lose yourself in the process that's of good. understanding that's yourself a like that's, that. a that's a good one that's a good one so it's okay to get lost I mean and just like what Manomaki said like there's many people around you finding that support system that I needed I mean I was like not to say that I'm not insecure nowadays I mean I think everyone is it's just that learning to change how you react to certain things that might or trigger your insecurity. I mean, understanding what makes you insecure and what triggers that insecurity. I think that's 
what I learned to deal with and what I guess my kind of mourning and healing in a way that I do get upset when I don't meet my own expectations of myself like what I said earlier but now that I know that I can only do so much I am enough as I who I am and I'm happy as to where I am I guess that's the healing part in a way that you don't have to be everything or you don't have to be everything for everyone. And I think this was also in our like second podcast when we were saying like, I guess the biggest one could be to like when it comes to relationships and how you have to let go of some people and how you have to let mm. in also people who actually support and care about you. It's like those little things again, as mentioned. I don't really have much more to add about mourning and healing. I think both Mackie and Rach have already given such very valid points for that. And I don't really have anything additional to add so I'm gonna say like when I think about thriving and growth I think about the fact that aside from reaching forward or moving forward you also have to nourish yourself which is a little bit of a springboard Mm. off what they're both saying Mm -hmm. so basically they're talking about the actual process of mourning and healing and what I'm gonna talk about is more like when you're past that process a little bit and you're trying to go forward from it you have to remember that one important thing to ensure that your thriving continues is that you have to nourish yourself in all the ways that bring you that sustenance that you need. Whether it's the relationships with other people, relationship Mm -hmm. with God, Mm -hmm. your hobbies, your like outdoor activities. I don't know. Maybe you're actually Mm -hmm. growing plants. I don't know. Hey, you know what I mean? I I, I know a friend who is now a total complete plant mom. You know what I mean? I think (laughs) for each of us, we we grow in different ways and we have different personalities and so there are different things that will bring us the sustenance we need to keep going and to keep thriving yeah and i think like rachel was saying part of this whole morning and healing process especially for her in her case i'd like to say i think it's a lot of discovering like what really sustains you like we've had a lot of conversations about this absolutely and i think Mm -hmm. the good foundation for you constantly and consistently thriving is to have that sustenance yeah, you got to invest in it, You have yeah. to have it. Actually. You have to invest. Well, that's Rachel's. That's something I learned from Rach, actually. A phrase I've learned, I've learned from Rach, but mm-hmm. conceptually I also learned from Max. Like, you have to have the support system. You have to have the knowledge, more knowledge of yourself, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, what that's works for you, important. what doesn't work for you. Exactly. Yeah. So all of those things heart. are very yeah. important to remember when you're trying to thrive because you are going to wilt if you aren't able to discover that for yourself it's not it's not going to be an easy journey for you otherwise and I think it took me a long time to learn that like I I think I was like Rachel's age still and I had no idea that that was a thing that I should be that you were like about. slowly being drained like there was no like way I, you were being think, filled back I, up yeah. to the top I think I said this too in the other podcast that I guested on yeah, where yeah I talked yeah. about how like sometimes you just have to learn like there are things that really drain you and they're not things that sustain you and you're doing too much and overextending yourself and I think that prevents you from thriving because instead of focusing your energy on the things that do sustain you Mm -hmm. you're just letting it get sapped away by everything else and distracted Mm -hmm. by everything Mm -hmm. else you bet so very important to remember that you always have to remember that nourishing yourself is just as important as the actual like moving forward and rising that that which is it comes together which is a great segue because that is sort of like the next step the other the next step (laughs) and i think that's a more logical next step which is you you have to invest in yourself you know and rachel rachel's rachel's big rachel's big reminder big big revelations of 2019 is to you gotta love yourself yeah you gotta be good to you and see there's a difference i think between being good to yourself and being self-indulgent 
Yes. Yeah. There's like, a line. Spoil, there's a difference between like spoiling yourself. I mean, yeah. self care, that kind of. People sort of confuse that to think that it's just doing whatever you want that makes you feel good. It's actually not. It's. Mm-hmm. Or doing the things that make other people feel good that are supposedly all like yeah. everyone's yeah. self care, you, you know? You know what I mean? But, but really, at the end of the day, investing in yourself is not always easy. In fact, it sometimes it's the hardest thing. It is the hardest like thing. Like Rachel's been jogging. Rachel's been yeah, like... Yeah, I've been through a lot. Jogging, writing. Making decisions to make sure your <laughs> health is good, yeah. your back is fine. Sometimes yeah. hard decisions. Yeah. They're big decisions. Life-changing decisions sometimes. But, but it's for you. Yeah. At and the end of the day, it's for you. And, and it's, it's going to lead to the you. greater you. Exactly. So. It's going to lead to you thriving. Yeah. And it's going to lead to you thriving. So you have to invest in And yourself. I've always believed we've all been planted to bloom. There you go. Planted honestly, I'd be like... Honestly, it sounds so funny to... I mean, associate ourselves like plants, but really, that's on, the best analogy. but it's the best analogy you could ever think of. You need to grow. You need, to, I mean, you need to nourish yourself to grow, and then all, and then to bloom, you need to actually, um, you need to I'm take care of yourself. Yes. Yeah, uh, absorb act- as much nutrients mm-hmm. as you can. Make sure you're planted in the right place. Yeah, it's so um, funny because rise and thrive is actually perfect with plants. Exactly, if you exactly. really think about yeah. it from the yeah. seed from level, the, and you literally that seed dies. Yeah, it, 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 it the shell to... that protects it breaks yeah. completely open. Mm-hmm. It's completely vulnerable, and now it has to push all the way up through the soil and, and reach out for the sun. Yeah, and rise. Yeah, and, and it I... only thrives if you nourish it. That's true. Isn't That's that true. great? So, uh, buhay tanim lang, friends. <laughs> yeah, we're all plants now. Plant life. I call them sunflower. And I guess it just means that you always have to just appreciate the little things like maybe hydrate or get some sunshine just you never really know what you need but sometimes the little things matter the most uh, that's true no exactly or the, the most basic things, things no yeah so let's like like like, things, like like for example just good. today and carmela if you're listening to this carmela had the most amazing <laughs> Uh, speech like two second like you know, yeah not, uh, the, the most amazing like one minute thirty second like speech about sleep yeah which was one of the mo- like it's my it, new favorite it's my yeah. new favorite what do you call it monologue yeah it's my, my new, new favorite, favorite monologue, monologue about how like nothing beats like a good long stretch of sleep the sheets are perfect the temperature is yeah. perfect you just want to stay there like all day oh my favorite part was when she said sleep sleep is not for the weak you know how people keep saying sleep, yeah, is, sleep for is for the week. week. It's like, but we're no, not it's... weak we just love sleep <laughs> honestly it's I agree Mo right uh, see. She knows and, and that's the thing that helps Especially her. because studies are now being done because lifestyles yeah. have changed, right? And now studies are being done about how if you get less than like six hours of sleep a day, you will die earlier. I mean, yeah. Nobody wants to die early. Nobody, Nobody wants, to, wants di- to die early. But, but the fact that people... And, and of course, there are those studies where all you need is four hours every 20 minutes or some crap like that. Or 20 minutes That's every four hours. Believe. I don't know. The idea is don't like overlook the little things mm-hmm. that you... Don't belittle things just because they seem simple to others mm-hmm. right having a good meal or it's the having, most basic things yeah because right? the, like you know drinking staying hydrated for heaven's sake yeah. that's all part of you sort of like my mom for example speaking of hydrate my mom you know has this she doesn't always win all the time but she has this like jug of water that she has to drink like four of or something like that <laughs> within mm-hmm. the day and she just knows i gotta do it why yeah. because investing in yourself is hard that's true and so and, and if you want to thrive so you can shine on other people's lives, you're going to have to do something sustainable. Yep. I agree. Agreed. And, and finding that is... You know, I feel like all we've been talking about is like the actual work you have to put into thriving, which is not <laughs> a bad thing. But I also think, and I'm sure both of them will agree, you also have to celebrate when you do achieve something. And I was thinking of that in the context of like my, my own personal growth. Because I think if I didn't reward myself for little <laughs> things I feel like I would be so easily discouraged like okay concrete example 
I've said this before online and I don't I don't necessarily talk about it to everyone but I am a very socially anxious person in the sense that I don't like interacting with people if I can avoid it and I'm really good at being subtle about it but in general like for example in New York and maybe in most of the US states I'm not sure I don't think this is a big thing in the Philippines you can order most things online like and pick them up in stores and you don't have to talk to anyone as a socially anxious person, that's a great thing. Like, I don't have to interact with anyone. I don't have to place an order. I don't need to worry that I'll miscommunicate or be misunderstood or whatever. Here's the thing though. I also understand from an objective standpoint that the only way for me to build up some sort of bravery in that sense is to also occasionally tell myself, you know, you're gonna have to do this the normal way. Like, what if you're, you didn't have your app? What if your phone was dead? What if all the digital things were off and you had to go and actually talk to a human being? And here's the thing. If I didn't actually reward myself after those encounters, I think I would continue associating it with something that's terrible for me, something difficult and something hard. But like it's, it's actually become a simpler thing for me to face things like that every day in my life, whether it's going to the doctor or new doctor, going to a new coffee place. I think that just a tiny reward afterward is usually very helpful for me. So so that's actually an excellent thing. It's, it's almost kind of like you're hacking your 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 system oh and i will also preface that by saying but it's probably not going to work for everyone and that is not a professional's opinion on how i should have done it that's just how i do it no yeah and, and that's really the caveat anyway with this entire thing it's like this isn't stuff that everybody should do it's the stuff yeah. that's worked for us mm -hmm. and if it helps others then great and if yeah. it doesn't i like rewards yeah <laughs> no but but my brother's the exact same thing like for him to and 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 and, and, and i want to segue that into this Unless, Rachel, you want to add anything. No, I was just going to say it comes full circle. Like how appreciating the little things and just the rewards of yourself brings more than just success, but actually thriving to become the best version of yourself. Exactly. So. Exactly. And and so if you need to hack your system to do yep. it, do it. Do it. My brother's actually managed to thrive in what he's trying to do. It's like if he knows that doing this is going to like trigger some kind of chemicals in his brain that's like going to encourage him to keep doing mm -hmm. it some more. So whether it's giving yourself a gold star or, or, or investing in like equipment that you'll need for yourself, whether it's for whatever you're trying to make or you're trying to accomplish, then that's, you know, pretty much. Oh, that. yeah, I like that, too. Yeah, that's a, that's, so, a, that's a good one. So yeah. <laughs> clearly, clearly my brother-in-law and I have the same personality here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In which case, I want to sort of go with the last, you know, I guess, major thing that's sort of helped me sort of thrive, which which is really to you have to create. Ooh, um, there's so you have to you, can say that. you have to create and and whether and, and i don't just mean like in, in an arts sort of i was about to say like uh, i'm sure in, you in an arts kind of way that. one of my favorite musicals is the and, and even stories is the color purple and there is a song there sung by the main character celie who has had terrible abuse pretty much her entire life Ooh, there, there's an example of rise and thrive uh, yeah. I've never heard of <laughs> and and how there's a song that carmela and i listened to cynthia arrivo's version of i'm here at least once a month I think hers uh, Carmela listens to it longer or, or, or more than I do but there's this line there where she begins to realize that A she doesn't need people to love her to, to feel great she's in her I think I want to say her 50s by now yeah mm -hmm. um, middle age middle age and then she begins to rattle down the things that she has she's got her house even if she just you know she has her sister and her children who she's never seen in the longest time but she knows they're out there somewhere mm. There's a line there that says, you know, got my house, it still keeps the cold out. Got my chair where my body can't hold out. Got my hands doing good like they're supposed to. Showing my heart to the folks that I'm close to, mm -hmm. you know. And and for me, that's such a pivotal sort of sort of line because you're doing something with with, with your life. You're 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 you 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 begin to pour out things that you've in, you know that you you have invested in yourself 
on you can only pour out what what, what has been poured into your life that's true that's a beautiful way of saying it right and that's what I've sort of learned sort of in the earliest sort of like all of the mentors that I've had all of the conferences the places that I've been to one of the keyest one of the key lessons that that I've learned was you can't pour out when you're empty I love that but when you are filled, that's the only time that you that, that you can. Mm-hmm. And so the best part about that statement is that there's another side to that coin. Yes, you can only pour out what has been poured into your life. But there are some things, there are some times where the only way to be filled is to begin to pour out. And I know this being sort of somebody who's like a counselor, being somebody who just sort of likes to help people through. Yeah. Sometimes to get yourself out of your own funk, you have to get somebody else out of their own funk. Ah, yes, yes. And a yeah. lot of the advice that I have dished out in the last two, three years were things I needed to hear for myself that yeah. I couldn't formulate for myself. But then when I'm fashioning it for another person and serving it to them on mm-hmm, a plate, mm-hmm. and then I see what I, what I told them, and I'm like, hey, that's good. I think I need some of yeah, that. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> this is what happens sometimes in this podcast or when I write You know what things. I mean? It's like, it's like hey, I mm-hmm. needed that. I, mm-hmm. and, so, and, and so that's the mystery of yeah. giving and pouring out is on the one hand, yes, you have to come to a place where you are not a cracked vessel. But if there are enough cracks that have been filled out, when you p- begin to pour out, you get filled. Yeah, I like that creation isn't just be creative be whatever it's mm-hmm. sometimes you have to invest in other people's lives too yeah. mm-hmm. and that closes the loop where if you were drained in like you know giving out you can't be too insular and you can't be too like all about me self-care yeah. me mm-hmm. no that's got to go outward yeah right? always has to go part outward. of the bloom and that's and that's how you close the loop on thriving to shine yeah, yeah. and sometimes the only way to to, to, yeah. to thrive is to shine yeah, yeah. Couldn't have said it any better myself. Because that's really the point of everything, if you really think about it. The rising and the thriving is not just for yourself. Ultimately. Ultimately. Ultimately I think a a life well-lived and a life well, you know, kind of invested in touches other lives around it. Mm -hmm. Whether you know it or not. Yeah, whether you know it or not. Because you're just the best version of you. And the best version of you was never meant to exist by itself. It was meant to sort of be, like, the biggest, like, help and blessing that you can be. You're perfectly positioned to yeah. be that person and yeah that's true i mean for all of us i think we all believe yeah. that that's something that was a god-given mission for us like we're mm-hmm. all perfectly placed to be the person we're supposed to be and rising and thriving is just an essential aspect of that. yeah and, and 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 that's and that's just what i've discovered you know recovering from sort of sort of darker years and and then realizing that i you know i don't have much to give but when i started giving what i had it just sort of multiplies <coughs> reminds me of a chapter I read in the book by Charles Duhigg. What's his book? Go ahead. Keep going. The Power of Habit. It comes like to thrive comes from being in a community because once you, once people around you believe in what they can do, you also try to believe in yourself that you can actually rise and thrive just like those you get inspiration from, from the community that you surround yourself with. And then with. I think you also go forward and also believe yeah. in what they you think you they think can it, do yeah. and it's the same and then thing. it becomes like, like it, a support system you support that person they so support again, you it becomes like wrong. a cycle and then like earlier what i said about like us being plants so it basically <laughs> comes full circle you take care of yourself like how you would take care of a garden and like, you know what the best part is when pollination happens you're actually spreading mm-hmm. the, yeah like, you know what i mean like it's it's like it's not just stuck to you as one plant like yeah you it just can, sort of spreads and it's yeah so, I don't even know. Do not talk to me about nature. Like I did <laughs> enjoy biology and botany, but I'm no. I'm terrible at remembering details. Fair. Well, okay. So, so how's this? Like, just before we sort of close out, do you guys have any experience of you know, you know, like you found yourself 
growing as a person, living a better, happier life by just doing something, not just whether whether it's a creative endeavor that has enlarged your life. Obviously, I have an answer. To, okay, a quick what, answer. So, so what have you done that, that you um, feel has been a key to you sort of like thriving in life? I mean, we talked about it already before. It's having my book blog. I honestly, when I started it, it was not going to be where it is now. I never would have thought of it being like, the blog and and then a YouTube channel and then also an Instagram account and now also a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, these are not the things I thought about. I was just like, I think this is something I would enjoy doing for myself. Yep. So I should do it. And look what happened. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I feel like in a lot of ways, just the fact that it's become a creative outlet for me that also helped me grow in terms of writing and expressing myself, but it also allowed me to meet more people who helped me figure out more things about myself. It's weird because it's like, meeting other people and seeing how confident they were or seeing that they enjoyed the things I enjoyed and they were unashamed about that. It was like a big confident boost, confidence boost for me. And it's a perfect example of how investing in something creative mm. led to an enlargement of your life, oh, led yeah. to an Way enrichment. Larger. And, and, and not just larger, just an enrichment of your life. Like your life is so much richer now oh, yeah. by far. Mm-hmm. And all just because you allowed yourself the space to create not for other people, not to shine, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but so that because you knew it would be good for you, and and now it's brought good to me mostly because <laughs> now I get like to hang on the coattails of that success, <laughs> and get books in the mail, and and get asked to yeah, that's like review stuff. Wild. That's okay. just me. I'm so, so like it's still wild to me. So that's kind of cool living that you know low key, non high flying but still in the zone book blog kind of life. So it's fun. Yeah. What about your age? Anything creative that you invested in yourself that led to, like, because I decided to create something, my life is better now because of the events that it triggered? Honestly, it's this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the biggest project. If you guys know me, I have so many projects. I have so many sides of me that I really want to share, be it food, be it travel, be it this positivity, DIY, self-help talk. There's just many parts of me that I'm still trying to figure out and what platform, what way is the best to share. And I guess this one, like getting like some messages from you guys, just listening to this, supporting this podcast means a lot to me because it was a decision that I wasn't sure to make. But then I opened up to Manumaki and here we are today on episode five. Thank Uh. you for supporting this podcast. This means a lot. This is the biggest thing i guess so how has it enriched your life can i can i guess okay go you guess i think i think if i were gonna guess the one thing i think that rachel has always been very good at as an adult which i did not realize until she came to stay with us in new york for a while is that she's very good about conversations and the feeling of a podcast is that you're having a conversation with, like, for you guys, obviously, when you're together, you're having the conversation, but you're mm-hmm. also having the conversation with the people who listen. And I think Rachel has heard from a few of her own friends who have listened, you know what I mean? Like, how much they related or how much it impacted them. And I think that's nice for you because, in a way, it feels like sharing this part of yourself is getting validated and then mm-hmm. you feel like you can share more and, like, they're feeding you and you're mm-hmm. feeding them. And I think you that really is a place where you thrive because you really want to be helping people. That's my guess! Mm -hmm. Survey says... Yes, I do agree with my sister, but more than that, I think I've realized that help comes in quality than quantity. That's where my insecurity came from before, like thinking that 
because I really want to help so much people. I want to do so many things and this is why I share so many things. But at the end of the day, it's the quality content or the quality things that you share and the people that you can impact because you're not going to please everybody. But sometimes you never know who you can please. Might be just one person, two people. But at the end of the day, having that one person who believes in you, who supports you, that's what makes me believe that what I'm doing outside of visual storytelling, something that people tell me I'm good at. She is. Good. I also love this conversations and meaningful moments. Well, we always go one life at a time. Yeah. Starting with you. <coughs> yeah. And then it just radiates outwards. Just so everyone knows, no matter how far down you feel you are, you can rise. I'm going to say that with confidence now. It is possible for you to rise. We've said a lot of things about how that can be done. And I think no matter what your circumstance, with the right support, you can rise and don't and ever you feel like you, you can't ask for help from other people like you don't have to do this ever on your own like it may seem like it and yes you have to be you smart to about be, it yeah but don't feel like you shouldn't get help yeah and don't feel like you're unworthy of trying to rise yeah, because you never. You a lot are of us worthy. are intimidated by that and a lot of us get discouraged by that and by a lot of us i'm talking about myself but <laughs> It, yeah, we've it, been talking about it. it. Just so you know, we're we'll talking yeah. every time we say something that yeah. you quote unquote should we're talking to ourselves here. Yeah. So hence letters to you. Yeah. Just want to remind so, everybody yeah. of that. Just wanted to get that out there before we end this. That That's it true. is important most of all to remember that no matter how far it feels like you have to rise, you can do it. I've been there. You can do it. And if you need help, ask. we're here. <laughs> and that <laughs> whether you're ask, asking us or true. asking other people Anybody. in your life. Yeah. And, and, and that applies to doing and, and investing in yourself too. So mm, it doesn't have to be, you know, so if, so if I was going to write this, this letter to, to you, it'll start with that exactly what Alexa said, that caveat of you don't have, you, you don't have to think like you don't deserve it. Uh, you have every right and every reason to ask mm -hmm. for help. Or you're not weak for finding strength in And you're not weak others. for trying to find strength in others. Absolutely. And, and when you have managed to, you know, find some footing, you know, learn to let go, to, you know, mourn and heal, to nourish, to for your nourish yourself, whatever uh, sustains you, whatever sustains you, and then celebrate, and celebrate the little things, mm -hmm. you know, and, and finally create. create, do something, do something that will ultimately, I think, you know, make your life bigger than what it was. And when your life does grow, it'll bring you to wherever you really want it to be in the first place. Yeah. And you'll be able to rise and thrive. <laughs> so to you out there, don't stop believing. You will rise and thrive. <laughs> this letter is for you. Dear you, it might be hard to believe right now, but you, yes, you, have the ability to rise and thrive. Whether it's as simple as getting out of bed to face another difficult day, or as challenging as picking yourself up and grasping at supportive hands to pull you out of a very low point. Every single one of us has the chance to rise out of, rise above, and go beyond our circumstances into a place where we can thrive. So plant yourself, stay rooted and push up. Take what you can and most certainly what you need to rise up and find a place to thrive.